welcome to the Fundraising Leadership Podcast, where we talk about topics related to fundraising, leadership, coaching, and management. I'm Janice Kenning. Hi, I'm Margaret Katz-Can, and we are part of the Fundraising Leadership Team. Today on our bonus podcast, we are lucky to have Laura Champion. Laura is the chair of an event called Congress, although this year it's not Congress, and we'll hear more about that. Congress is the uh, get-together for the Association of Fundraising Professionals in Toronto, and it is normally 1,000 delegates who come to this event, and Laura is going to share with us a little bit about how she took a 1,000-person event and has turned it into something virtual and safe. So, Laura, tell us a little bit about your personal journey. Thanks, Margaret. Thanks, Janice. I'm so excited to uh, be on your podcast. It's uh, It's been a heck of a journey. I think we've all seen uh, 2020 surprise us in so many ways. And uh, I've been involved with the event, AFP Toronto Congress, um, for almost seven years now um, in different capacities. And for the past three years, have known that I would be chair in 2020 and really had been building um, to this uh, for so many years um, and was so excited. Uh, I had been pre-planning things, building my team, really trying to uh, kind of flex all the right muscles. And certainly one of the things that I had been focusing on um, and still am, honestly, over the past couple of years is, is growing my management skills, growing my leadership skills. Um, and in a volunteer placement, it, it's such a great place for me to kind of experiment with that in a more kind of safe and structured environment. Um, and so I, I started to plan my events and uh, then 2020 hit. So you know, not just not just COVID, but you know all of the the new and and wonderful conversations that we're having across all sectors, um, and you know hitting the fundraising sector. And so when it first hit, um, we we didn't know exactly what would happen to the event. There is a new executive director of our chapter who you know is kind of a a single person band over there with some support, um, but you know, we were put on pause. And after seven years of picturing myself on that stage, um, suddenly I, I thought it, the carpet was pulled out from under me and that it was all over, um, which was devastating, honestly, and uh, hard, hard to kind of work my way through. Um, but luckily, uh, you know, we, we found our footing. And uh, as, as you noted in your intro, Margaret, uh, we came up with not Congress, um, which is everything that Congress isn't. And so we, we take it quite literally, actually, this year. No one will be in person, so that's different. But we've also changed the pricing. We've changed our speakers lineup. We've changed a lot of things because it is, in fact, not Congress. And I've really come to a place of just being beyond excited now. Um, it's been an adventure and a half and the bags under my eyes keep getting bigger, uh, but uh, it's worth every second and I'm really excited to kind of see it come to fruition. Yeah, um, Laura, I think you have this experience now. There are so many people in the fundraising community who have had traditional events that have really mattered for education, for fundraising, for connection, and everything feels a little bit like chaos right now. Um, but you know, I think what, what we love about your story is that you've looked for ways to create from the chaos and get innovative. So tell us a little bit, maybe starting with the format. Yeah, for what sure. What sort I'm of innovation, best practices, what do we need to know? 
<laughs> yeah, um, I love Create from the Chaos because I really feel like that has 100% been what I'm doing. Um, so we moved uh, a thousand person in-person conference that has historically been held at the Metro Toronto Convention Center. So a huge space, um, flying people in from all over the world to an entirely virtual conference. Um, so we have engaged with one of our audiovisual um, uh, partners from past years to uh, use their platform, uh, which is going to allow for just so much more accessibility. It was the second I saw the platform, I saw it. Um, this is this is an opportunity. This isn't a challenge. And it was one of those moments. Had I known about Create from the Chaos in that moment, I would have <laughs> capitalized on it in that moment because now we can and are having closed captioning in every session. We are doing um, American Sign Language interpretation in every session. Um, things that we couldn't do before because logistically having humans in each room for other humans just it wasn't gonna it wasn't gonna work. But now we had budget available because we're not paying for, you know, chicken dinners uh, and we're not paying for, uh, you know, physical building space um, in a way that we thought we had to historically. And it's that, um, are we doing it because we've always done it or are we doing it because it's the right thing to do? And so it's been a really interesting opportunity to ask myself that question throughout and to allow ourselves to invite globally people to participate in a conference that warms my heart just to think about yeah it's i love that um it's it's that idea right of like taking something that really feels like an obstacle and like margaret said like when there's chaos suddenly you start to question like everything like why have we always done it like this why have we maybe wanted to have uh you know a, a language interpreter but not been able to right and it, yeah. it'll be interesting to see where the event goes like once it's actually back in person right and, and what you take from this um yeah. experience but yeah so it like i will say i remember getting an email from from you as the chair recently laura and it was like you can be in two places at once right so it's also like maybe talk a little bit about the the way you're positioning the event because it has this joyous it is different and it is an opportunity feeling how you're promoting it yeah thanks i it's um I, I have always said, and uh, it's very specific to me, and I know not everybody knows this feeling, but um, the Monday morning of Congress, I wake up and I feel like I'm a kid on Christmas morning. Um, and I, I truly feel that joy of seeing my colleagues, getting the education, being in a space of growth and opportunity in a way that you just don't necessarily get. And from moment one, in the before times and now, the word I keep using is joy. Um, I want people to feel what I feel. I want people to understand why I feel this way about what could be just looked at as a silly professional conference. Um, and I want everybody also to feel that they're included and welcome because it's not a corporate conference in the way that you're used to. And it's not every other webinar that you've been in, not just like webinars, just some good webinars. Um, it's, it's something different, it's something new, and it's for you. No matter the you I'm talking about, it's for you. And I want people to know that and not think, ugh, it's Congress, I've heard about it, or I've been there, done that. It's not what it was. Yeah, when you talk about that um, Christmas morning spirit, you know, I think many of us who spend a lot of time on Zoom or virtual things, 
that's that's not what we're always feeling. So <laughs> do you have some some ideas, some learnings, you know, how, how are you gonna infuse live aliveness into the content? Yeah, I think it's um everybody just has to be authentic and be who they are. And that's something that I have um, earnestly brought to uh, the membership association through a number of things over the years. Because I think if you are authentically who you are, you can be joyful and you can earnestly participate in a way that gives you the satisfaction and the growth that you're looking for something. And so how we're going to do that with people is invite them to come as they are. If you want to wear pajamas and come to Congress, this is the year to do it. Uh, we are going to have a host, a uh, contract not yet signed, so I won't say their name, but uh, who is joy incarnate, who will speak between sessions to bring everybody together. And, you know, we're doing yoga sessions. We're going to do a trivia night. We're going to do things that can uh, provide this menu of opportunities. And, you know, I, I say all of those things and people will think like, I'm not sitting on Zoom for 12 hours, Laura. But the fun thing is with Not Congress, if you don't have to, if you register, you have access to all of the educational sessions for the next six months. So you can register and just go to trivia night and have a great time with some professional colleagues and then watch the stuff when you have time on, you know, holiday break or in January when it's slower. Like one of the biggest critiques of our event over the years is its timing in relation to fundraising because late November uh, is not, as you can imagine, super ideal. So this opens a whole new window of joy of, oh, I don't have to put a suit on for three days. <laughs> I can just go to Congress and enjoy everything. And so I think that's, that's really how we're going to bring it and you know i don't want to spoil everything but there are a few surprises uh in the works as well so for anybody who registers keep an eye on uh, your mailbox <laughs> yeah and it's you know i love how margaret was saying earlier it's like many many nonprofits are in this place right like i think we're starting to realize like this is also going to be next year potentially right for a lot of us and you know there's golf tournaments and there's galas you know and there's dinners and like uh there are conferences and educational experiences that all nonprofits are doing so what are what are some of the the biggest lessons that you and your your team have learned that you want to share with people if they're facing that for next year yeah i think it's that anyone can do this don't get discouraged. Don't think it's too big. Don't think that it's not possible. Um, there are solutions that are cost effective out there. There are people who want to help you out there. And no matter what people tell you about Zoom fatigue, which I do believe is a thing as someone who has had it, um, people are desperate for interaction and they're desperate to help and still want to participate in causes they care about, in events that they want to do. It's just about fully setting aside what you've done before and thinking about it in a whole new way. So, you know, I don't purport to be an expert on golf tournaments, but there are a million different, you know, Wii games and, uh, you know, you could just do uh, mini putt things in people's homes. Like there's so many different things that you can do, but it, it, it just, it takes more effort. And I think especially during this time when there is so much that we want to have brain space for between work and life and everything else, it's hard to carve out that space and to, to rethink an entire event. Just saying those words is exhausting. So I think it's just believing in yourself, believing that people will come if you build it 
and and then just putting your best gosh darn effort into it um, because people will rally behind you if you have the right attitude of the can do and the it's going to happen and I certainly have my days I have that um, dog meme of the this is fine where the flyer is behind them that's my general desktop setting so I have my moments but I think you know people want to do this people want if you if they were going to attend the golf tournament they're looking for something to do with your organization so just open the door and people will come one of the things i love about what you're saying laura is this idea of asking for help and it's such an important leadership skill and it's one that so many people struggle with do you have a little anecdote an example like where's the place where you said ah, i need help and and um it has materialized for you <laughs> Um, this is where uh, my connection with Janice is going to come into play because she's going to know I am terrible at asking for help. Um, <laughs> well, so it was a perfect question. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a notorious, I think I can take this on myself, but it really was in the moments where, you know, the chapter was said, yes, here's the go ahead here, you know, this is your budget. We need you to just generate as much revenue as possible from this event so that, you know, the chapter can continue to succeed and also to service our membership. And it was this servicing of the membership, which has always been a passion of mine that I went, I can't do it alone. And I'm servicing a membership. That means there are people there who want to help. And so I sent the email to my then uh, management committee and I said, listen, here's where we're at. Here's what I'm proposing. It's a bit you know, nutty, but it's going to be fun. And, and, you know, we're going to learn a lot of things. And uh, when all of them wrote back saying I'm in, um, it was a moment where I just knew like, okay, I have the right people and I have the right attitude and this is going to happen. And, and, you know, come heck or high water, I will put on an event on November 23rd. <laughs> uh, so that's, you know, where I stand. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. And I think like, there was something you said earlier, too, that I just want to like circle back to, which is like, there's a moment of just letting go of what it was, you know, and, and like letting yourself actually grieve. I mean, I think it's been important during this time, like it's there, there's been so much reckoning, you know, in the world over the last six months, and we have to let ourselves grieve what we've lost. Um, but until you actually let go, Laura, like you weren't able to conceive that this could be a positive thing and that you could do things in a way that actually is going to serve people better. You know, your event's going to be so much more accessible to people. Totally. Yeah, it, it, I had to grieve it. And I did. I, I don't say that lightly. I really did grieve what I thought my future was where I thought I was going. Um, I, I was grieving the loss of my freedom because of COVID and all of that all at once. And it just felt so big and so heavy. And when I, to your point, Janice, kind of changed my thinking that something was possible, it not only made me think, okay, I can make this event happen, but it also has made life a bit easier. Um, I'm very goals oriented and having Congress taken away was very, not taken away, but kind of taken away. Um, it, it was demotivating. So to have it back on the table, I'm getting more work done. I'm a better partner. I, you know, even though I'm busier, I just have the motivation. I have the excitement behind it. And now I am so proud of what we are pulling together in a way that I probably would have been for other Congress not knowing what I was missing was not Congress. So it's, 
it, it, you have to clear that space. You got to clear the cobwebs and then just see this golden opportunity as brand new and something so different in front of you. Mm -hmm. Laura, has, um, we've talked a ton about the creativity that's going into the platform and the delivery of all of this. Um, just spend a minute talking about the content. What's been the opportunity to create content from the chaos of 2020? Yeah, it's such a unique opportunity and uh, so fun. I mean, there is so much going on in the world that directly connects to fundraising. Um, you know, obviously COVID is a huge uh, thing that people are talking about. You know, our food bank friends, our shelter friends, they definitely have a lot of stories to tell about donors coming in. And we have other organizations who are having a really hard time. That's a lot to talk about right there. And how do you deal with the change management within organizations? But on a broader scale, by going virtual, we've been able to invite speakers from all over the world without worry of a travel budget. Um, and, you know, the, our biggest concern now is time zones, uh, just making sure that they're, you know, we're not scheduling them at 2 a.m. Um, but we also have this unique opportunity because we're doing it on a, you know, a tighter timeline and because it's virtual, that things like the We scandal that have happened, we can program up against that, even though it's developing day to day. Um, and, you know, certainly one of the biggest critiques that our event has faced over the years is the lack of representation of our membership up there speaking. Um, it has been a lot of, uh, to quote a good friend of mine, male pale scale uh, in a few over the last uh, little bit. We've been making inroads, but there was always this, you know, we need to have good people at the conference so that we can sell tickets that we wanted to have, and I'm putting this in quotations for your listeners, big fundraising names. Um, but the problem, of course, with that is you just perpetuate the same names over and over, and we weren't creating enough space for new voices and new names. And, and while I will always hold in my heart these known fundraisers, I am so excited to be putting forward content from new voices, uh, different uh, lived experiences, including some of our master classes, one which will feature um, uh, an Indigenous elder speaking about his lived experience, and one by uh, a woman who will be speaking about Black allyship specifically and how all of that intersects with fundraising. And these were opportunities that uh, we couldn't have access necessarily because of budget before. And now, because we are virtual, we have some space to pay for the right speakers to get them in the right spot. Um, I'm very proud of the content that Congress has put out over the years. I would never say anything negative about that, but I am incredibly proud of the progress and work we've done this year. Yeah, yeah, that's great. And, and you know, and another, like you've alluded to, another bonus of this is really that, you know, we've always had people, I mean, the events here in Toronto where I live and people have always come in from across the country uh, and you've had speakers from around the world, but even more so this year, you know, our international listeners and U.S. listeners would, would be able to uh, participate. So why don't you tell us, when not Congress is like we'll put this in the show notes, but give us the give us the pitch, Laura. <laughs> For sure, absolutely. So uh, it is uh, not Congress can be found at uh, the AFT Toronto website. So afttoronto.org slash not Congress. But if you just go to afttoronto.org, you'll get there, no problem. The event is November 23rd through 25th, uh, entirely virtual. As I say, if you buy your ticket, you have access to all the content for uh, six months after the fact. And there's all kinds of fun activities and little surprises along the way. Uh, the early bird membership rate is $99. Uh, the, uh, the early bird rate goes till October 2nd and prices will go up after that, but not too much. Uh, 
Uh, financial accessibility is key in a year when people are getting laid off. Um, and so uh, if you have any questions at all, I'm always available on Twitter at uh, Charitable Laura. Great. All right. Well, thank you, Laura. And um, yeah, it's really, I just think it's, I love the journey. Like you really, I especially want to thank you for sharing the, 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 the hard part, right? Like the, the grieving and the disappointment and how you navigated through that. Cause I think it's important for people to allow themselves to process these things um, and then to let go, you know, and, and to create something even better. So uh, thank you for being with us. And we want to invite um, everyone. If you enjoyed listening to this bonus episode, we'd love for you to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google play and Spotify. Every week we have a chance to welcome guests from the nonprofit sector, and we have uh, these kind of inspiring and enlightening conversations with them. So thanks for listening, everyone. Curiosity.